Welcome and thank you again for listening to Menace Podman, the Picks Podcast. I'm Scott Keller. Today is Saturday, January 21st. It is International Sweatpants Day. And with some divisional NFL games and then seven NBA games on the schedule today, it's a great day to just sit back, relax in your sweatpants and just do nothing but watch sports. As always, you can listen to Steve and I on the weekly podcast every Thursday on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts. Um, Our fourth episode, The Hips of a Champion, was just published a couple days ago, so you can go find that, um, again, wherever you find your podcast. Download and uh, enjoy. Remember, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at MenacePodman, and we'll keep you up to date with additional updates on the picks, and also um, all podcast release uh, information will be on there. Just to recap yesterday, uh, the picks came in at 8-12-1. It was the third losing day since starting to do this podcast. Um, it bumps us just under 58%, so still a respectable win percentage. Uh, but I definitely want to improve on that. Uh, six of those eight winning bets from yesterday were coming on prop bets. So a lot of misses on spreads, a lot of misses on over-unders. And I'm noticing since I have a good sample size now, almost two weeks of picks, I can see where they need to improve, especially on the spreads where I'm way under on there. So I've been looking at those numbers, analyzing those a little bit and realizing that I just need to pay more attention to the actual day of uh, line movement on those types of picks and weigh that into my picks a bit more. And I think that'll help. So we'll see how that works going forward. So with that said, let's look at yesterday's picks. Like I said, not that shiny, 8, 12 and 1. Um, we'll start with the games in no particular order, but I'm looking at the Thunder at Kings. This was a fun game. This was a game I was looking forward to watching, um, and it did not disappoint. Uh, OKC ended up losing by five in the end, but it was a, it was a good back and forth matchup where uh, uh, all the stars came out and shine. Uh, SGA had 37, and this turned out to be the coming out party. I feel for Keegan Murray he had 29 points, 14 rebounds, and was five for seven from three point land. So Keegan Murray had a great game. Um, I had OKC plus three. They lost by five, so I was a little short on the spread pick. Uh, I had Giddy over 31 and a half alt points, rebounds, and assists. He had 15, 10, and five, respectable, but that adds up to 30 short of the alt 31 and a half. Um, I was rolling with uh, Harrison Barnes over 15 and a half. He's been over 15 and a half all month. He only had 11 yesterday, so he broke that streak. But then Mr. Reliable, Domas Sabonis, I took him over 11 and a half rebounds. He had 13. He had a triple-double again, and he's he's just amazing. He, he should be in the MVP conversation every day. Moving on to Heats and Mavs, Heat and Mavericks. I like the Heat. A lot of the majority of people that bet on this game like the Heat. The Heat got blown out. Um, the Mavericks just... I, from three-point land, I think is where the big thing happened. They were 18 for 38 from beyond the arc, shooting 47 over 47%. Uh, Luca was amazing. Again, 30-12-7. and seven. Um, I had Bam over 10.5 rebounds. He hit 11. He just made it there. But yeah, it was, it was too much. I had the over 219. Miami just was not scoring, so they lost this game 115-90. Um, the picks weren't that great on this game. Moving on to Pelicans and Magic. The only pick I had on this one was Valanchunas over 11 and a half rebounds. He fell short. He only had 10. He, uh, he got into some early foul trouble, which limited the rebounds a bit. Um, he got two right away, and then 
again get three four and five real quick so he wasn't able to beat that 11 and a half rebound mark um good news though for the pelicans herbert jones returned uh limited minutes though only about 19 minutes but um he was he was a little productive and definitely defensively he, he looked pretty good i think he had a couple steals and a block but yeah franz wagner great game 36 and 9 he was amazing and the magic beat the pelicans warriors Cavs. That Warriors sat all their stars. It was basically a throwaway game, almost a scheduled loss against Cleveland. And somehow Cleveland, granted without Donovan Mitchell, still lost this game to basically the Warriors bench and Jordan Poole. Um, I I don't know what to say about that one. It's, it's insane. It's like I said, Cleveland, one day I'm kind of on the bandwagon. The next day, I don't even know why this team is a top four team in the east they're i don't know don't want to talk about it didn't bet on it probably for those reasons and good reasons moving on to the grizzlies at lakers if you stayed up late last night you got to see the crazy finish to that one uh schroeder with the steal with i don't know it was under 10 seconds left and then the lay-in and the and one and the lakers actually went on to beat the grizzlies and end their 11 game winning streak I had the under 243. This one ended exactly at 243. Um, so I got a push there, and I had Memphis minus 7 on the spread. Obviously, that did not happen as they lost this game. Moving on to Knicks and Hawks. Uh, I like the Knicks plus 2.5. Knicks lost by 15 double digits. Um, the one good thing for me, though, I had uh, DeJounte Murray over 31.5 points, rebounds, and assists, and he blew that out of the water. Great game, 29-6-12. and 12. Um, so he's just on fire. Uh, Atlanta's clicking on all cylinders uh, offensively, defensively. We'll have to see how that works out uh, come playoff time. Um, but yeah, I think they won five in a row, and they're they're looking pretty good in the East. New York, on the other hand, is going the opposite way. Um, another thing from that game, Trey had a pretty sick fake behind the back pass. So if you didn't see that, go ahead and Google search. I'm sure it was on ESPN Top Plays, and go check that out. It was pretty pretty nice fake. Moving on to Clippers and Spurs. I like the Spurs the whole time on this one, plus seven. Um, they they ended up losing the game, but they only lost by five, so they covered that spread. I had the under 231. The Clippers just aren't scoring offensively. Well, until they went to San Antonio, they started scoring like crazy, especially Kawhi Leonard. He had 30, and he's, he's starting to look like the Kawhi of earlier and, uh, you know, the amazing Toronto days and, uh, San Antonio when he was there, so maybe maybe you could call this a revenge game. I don't know. Uh, I also had Zubox over ten and a half rebounds. He had sixteen. He had I think he had ten or eleven in the first half. So that was that one was pretty much in the bag, and that one felt pretty good. Uh, Pacers at Nuggets. Jokic did not play in this game, uh, which made the Jamal Murray over twenty eight and a half uh, points, rebounds, alt points, rebounds, and assists even more. Uh, looked even better. He ended with a triple-double, actually, 17, 10, and 14. A very Jokic-esque kind of line. So Jamal Murray's looking great. Um, he's just getting better and better every day after coming back from the injury. Um, and I like the under on this game. That did not happen. This one went uh, pretty well over, 134, 111, so 245. Then lastly, Nets and Jazz. This is the first day I decided to put some money on Walker Kessler. 
and he did not show up last night. Um, I had him over 21 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. I think he had, I don't even think he scored, and I think he had six rebounds. So uh, that did not work out for me. However, the finisher, Laurie Markman, over 31 and a half alts, points, and rebounds. He did that with a double-double, 22 and 11. Um, also, Utah against the spread. I took him against the spread. I thought Utah was going to win big in this game. I thought the Nets were going to be tired. They have no offense. They just look awful since losing Kevin Durant. And then Kyrie does what he does, and he shuts me up again. He has 21 again in the fourth quarter, scores 48, and he's basically just a, a one-man wrecking machine over there the last couple days um, for Brooklyn, and Brooklyn ended up winning this game. Uh, before we hop into today's matchups, as always, remember we are not professional gamblers. This podcast is just for informational purposes, so please bet at your own risk and please bet responsibly. All right, as mentioned, we have seven games on the schedule for today. And as I mentioned also in the intro, you'll notice not too many over-unders or against the spread picks because I'm being a little more particular with those now to uh, try and get that percentage up. So I want to be, you know, way more sure on those picks. So a lot, lot more props today. Nonetheless, um, before we go through the picks, Sacramento, Atlanta, Cleveland, Orlando, and Indiana, all on back-to-backs. Just for your information, do what you want with that. We'll start out in Toronto. Boston's a one-point favorite in Toronto. Over-unders at 225.5. Jason Tatum is out of this game. Um, that would lead you to believe that, you know, more scoring probably out of Jalen Brown, but I'm going to stay away from that one. Jalen Brown has burned me many, many times in the past, so I'm not going to touch him. Uh, as far as the spread, Boston's 8-14 and and 1. Uh, towards the under on the road. Boston's been under three of their last four. With these two teams, sometimes they get hot, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they'll play more a little defensively. I'm going to stay away from that over-under, even with those numbers trending towards the under. Um, I don't want to touch that. Um, however, Fred Van Vliet, he's just on a heater lately. So his his points, uh, stat line's at 18.5. I'll take the over on that for sure. Um, he is three points made, uh, two and a half is the line. I'll take over two and a half on that. I'm just going to ride the hot hand there with Fred Van Vliet. Also, L Horford, over five and a half rebounds. I like that. Jason Tatum usually gets a lot of rebounds. With Jason Tatum out of the lineup, they're probably going to look for a little more offense, which would be L Horford. So I can see Horford playing a little more minutes and getting those rebounds as well. Next game is Orlando at Washington. Washington's a seven-point favorite. The over-under is at 230.5. I liked Kyle Kuzma for points and assists, but when you look at his number and you look at what he's done over the past month, he's 50-50. Half the time, he's great. Half the time, he's average or less than average. So I'm going to stay away from him. I like it on this one. Positionally, he matches up pretty well against Orlando. Orlando also on the back-to-back, but... I can't do it. I can't pull the trigger. Uh, moving on to Charlotte at Atlanta. Atlanta's won five in a row. They've covered four in a row. They've been over three of those five. Charlotte's 17 and at eight towards the over on the road. Everything points towards the over on this one. But I'm still, I'm hesitant to pull the trigger on this one as well. There's, there's some other things leading into it that 
I don't like that much. Charlotte without LaMelo Ball, what are they going to do offensively? I'm not sure. Uh, Atlanta also on the back-to-back. Are they, are they going to be tired? Who knows? So I'm going to stay away from that. Uh, I did. I, for, I missed the injuries on here. Bogdanovich is out, and uh, Hayward is game-time decision, which we all know is uh, Charlotte's lingo for he's out again. Uh, John Collins, though, over 14.5 points is his line. I like that. I'll go over 14.5. Uh, positionally, he matches up pretty well with Charlotte, so I can see him getting... Uh, over 15 and then Mason Plumley, I'm going to take alt nine and a half rebounds over that nine and a half I think his line's at 10 and a half so I'm just going to go down a little I think he gets the double digits but might be tight moving on to Milwaukee at Cleveland Cleveland a three-point favorite over under at 218 no stars in this game Middleton is out again who maybe he's out the remainder of the season and they won't tell anybody but who knows uh Giannis is out Donovan Mitchell is out. We saw the Cleveland-Golden State game last night. I don't want to touch any of this. I, I have no idea what's going to happen in this game. I don't think anybody should know. Um, if anything, maybe Drew Holiday stats, but I, again, I'm going to stay away from this one as well. Moving on, Houston at Minnesota. There's a few things I like in this one. Minnesota, 8.5-point uh, favorite, over-under at 238.5. Game time decisions for Gobert, Edwards, Jabari Smith, and Kevin Porter Jr. Houston is 8-16 and 16 against the spread on the, home, on the road. They haven't covered their last eight games, but Minnesota's 5-10 and 10 against the spread as a home favorite. So neither one of these teams' numbers look that good against the spread, so I'm just going to take an alt spread on this one. I think I'm going to, instead of 8.5, I'm going to take Minnesota minus 4.5 and, and try and cut that in half and see if that one sticks. Jalen Green, rebounds, I'll take him over his, I think he's, what, I think he's four and a half as the line, so I'll take him over four and a half. He's been over that line four out of his last five games. And then Chingun, again, ride the hot hand with assists. His line's at five and a half. He's been over that five and a half the last five games. But again, I think they try to trick you with that. Eventually, there's going to be a game that it's going to come a little below. I'm going to take alt assists over four and a half. He's been over five pretty much all this month or he's been at five or above. Then moving on, Indiana at Phoenix. Phoenix is a favorite at home. I, I don't know if Phoenix has been a favorite in a couple weeks now. They've just been, uh, like I've mentioned before, on a tailspin, but now they've got Cam Johnson back. They've got, well, they should have Aiton back. He is a game-time decision, so we'll see about that. However, I do like the over 228.5 in this game. I think they can get there. Um, if you look at previous games that they've been playing right now, they've they've been trending towards the over, and I, I think they can get there. Buddy Heald, rebounds. I like him over four and a half. He's been there five of the last six games. I want to take him on points, but he's he's been a little off lately, so I'm going to stay away from him there, but I'll, I'll take him on the rebounds over four and a half. DeAndre Eaton, game time decision, like I said, if he plays, he's been over ten and a half five of his last six games i'll take him over that uh indiana like i said not shooting the ball that well and they do still move with quite um play with quite some pace so they should a lot of rebounds should be coming uh, to phoenix's way mikhail bridges i i slighted him a, a couple i can't remember how long ago a few days ago and said he'd be under under 20 um and he didn't he was over 
I'm going to right now his lines at 19 and a half four of his last five. He's been over 19 and a half points. I'm not going to take him just on points though. I'm going to put him in the points assist combo. It's at 23 and a half. I'll go over 23 and a half points assist combo. I think he can uh, do that today. He's been getting a lot of assists lately as well. So in case those numbers are just uh, scoring numbers are a little down, hopefully the assists will push him over 23 and a half. Then lastly, Phoenix is, or Phoenix, Philadelphia is the favorite at Sacramento. Sacramento on the back-to-back as well. James Harden's a game-time decision. Over-under on this game is 235. Sacramento's 15-8-1 at home towards the over. They score a lot. They're the best offense in the NBA on a back-to-back. I don't know if they're going to be that good today. Philadelphia defense is usually pretty good, but also once in a while when Philly gets in a a faster-paced game, you see a high-scoring game. So we'll see what happens there. I'm going to stay away from the spread and the total points there. However, I do like Tobias Harris. He looks like he matches up pretty well against Sacramento. He had 21 points the last time they met uh, the season. So I'll take him on an alt points. Well, the line's not out for this one. We'll see what it is. But I, I like him somewhere in 11, 12, 13, 14 in that lower uh, lower double-digit range. So we'll see what the line is. But most likely, again, alt over 10 and a half, 11 and a half or so. So that's what we have as far as the picks today. Again, thank you for listening to Menace Podman. As always, we thank iTunes, Spotify, all those places that let us share our podcast. Uh, feel free to leave a review, a message, and support our podcast in any way you can if you like what you hear. Um, and also a reminder, you can follow us at Menace Podman on Twitter. If you Also, another reminder, I won't have the uh, recorded podcast tomorrow on Sunday. As that's, as that's how I did it last week as well. Just family day. So Sunday's a little tough to record, but I will put picks out on Twitter. So even more important to follow on Twitter if you like the picks. Uh, Thanks for listening as always, and we'll talk to you again on Monday. Thanks. And Miss Parliament.